Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How's it going, you sycophantic snowcast scallywags? It's me, DJ, here, on my own. Uh, just actually reversing a car in my parents' driveway in Cork, which is not a pub, as I'm sure you've all guessed. And you're all probably wondering, why the fuck is this EJ talking to me in a car in Cork? About to drive an hour and 50 minutes home to Sleeve Road in South County, Kilkenny. On the outskirts of Waterford City. And why is he not in a pub? And where is the fucking pint in his hand? And I hope that fucking idiot isn't drinking and driving while well, I can assure you, listener. I am not drinking and driving. Unless you count the old bottle of water I stole from my mammy and daddy. Uh, I'm about to head home. It's Monday. We usually have a podcast released on a Monday night, but this is going to be a late release because we were so fucking busy last week, we got nothing out due to a number of reasons. Numero number one, we have a live podcast coming up this weekend with my favourite podcaster in the whole entire world, Finn Dwyer of the Irish History Podcast. And uh, Finn's a huge inspiration of mine from a podcast point of view. Uh, even though I came to his podcast after we started the Snowcast, his podcast is fucking inspirational. So go and listen to it and do what I did. Listen to a snippet of one. Like I listened to the two episodes on Pixar's and was enthralled. And then go back to the fucking start and catch up on nine years worth of Irish history podcasts that encompasses about 15, 1600 years of Irish history. It's amazing. Absolutely fucking unreal. I'm nearly caught up with his now. I'm in the famine series and I'm just going through a mad series of little crimes and murders from people at the time to just go to show uh, what the gaff was like 170 years ago when there was no grub. Uh, or there was grub, but the people didn't have it. 
make it up what you will. Uh, Finn is a fucking really interesting guy, and we're going to Grady's Yard on Saturday between from eight o'clock, and there's a couple of tickets left. So if you're interested in hearing myself, Monsieur Tab, and Monsieur Dwyer talk about being on the lash. Irish drinking culture from medieval the medieval era to attempts to put a pro, pro, an out prohibition in uh, come along to Grady's Yard but it's a ticket only event tickets are free and if you can hear some background noise that's my car that should have been serviced 2000 kilometres an hour ago um, tickets are free you can get them at waterfordpodcast.eventbrite.ie and you just need to register and get tickets there they're free of charge there'll be someone on the door in the night making sure because tickets are nearly gone and Finn has promoted the live show on his podcast this week so I'd say what tickets were left are going to be gone soon enough I'll so Finn has released that podcast this week I'm going to publish this tonight when I go home and have a quick listen back to it don't plan on talking to you for too long uh, because I'm going to catch up with some Irish history podcasts but you might be wondering right why is this EJ coming? What's he going to talk to me about? What about what is he drinking tonight? I'm not drinking anything tonight. But you know what? I had a fucking great weekend. And I drank some amazing beer that was a special edition. Limited edition. I'm completely winging this, by the way. Completely off the cuff. Having a fucking clue what I'm going to talk about. But we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, my brother Ian, who's going to be my, the best man at my wedding, uh, was down at the weekend with his fiance Ellen. Um, them mad bastards getting married in Vegas in 2021. And he, they came up to visit myself and Eve for the weekend, and we went out in Waterford. Um, so if this is the first time you've listened to the Snugcast, you've caught us on the only episode we'll ever probably do outside of a pub. Uh, and I'm gone rogue as well. Owen doesn't know I'm doing this. Uh, I'm gone real rogue. But, yeah, usually we're in a pub, and at the start we talk about what we're drinking tonight. So I'm going to tell you what I drank at the weekend. And uh, on Friday night, went for an hour meal in Burza, which is a restaurant in Waterford and it is a hybrid of the word burger and pizza and their signature dish is a calzone pizza with a burger in the middle it's fucking epic Ian had that I had some other burger and uh, Niamh and Ellen were there and Sonia joined us too and they all had pizzas and we had a fucking great time and Ian who doesn't drink much craft beer had some uh, 8 degree citra pale ale and he fucking loved the stuff uh, so fair play to Burza for supporting independent breweries Um yeah, they had some 8 degrees in there, they had some other stuff as well. Um, and it was great to be able to get some craft beer in a restaurant like that. Also, uh, after that we headed on to the mythical bar that is Philly Grimes. And in Phil Grimes there was a fucking treat in store for us. There was the Blacksican Sale, OG Kush, High PA. The first High PA in Ireland. And it was to fucking die for they use terpenes in the brewing process and terpenes are the chemicals that give the uh, Kush OG strain of marijuana its distinctive smell and it was fucking delicious it's a tropical American style pale ale so it has all the fucking trimmings that you want it had uh, Ian got a bang of like mangoes and mango and shit he said off it um, it smelled like there was a a, 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 a hint of marijuana in the smell much less so in the taste but I got pineapples and Ian got mangoes there was like definitely some fruity going on there some tropical fruit and yeah it was there was this sharpness and bitterness 
at the end of it that if you've ever smoked a joint you would have got well, I'm not saying whether I did or not smoke a joint before but that's what it reminded me of um, it was fucking delicious it was really good I had a couple of pints of them um, so yeah the, the basically a fucking cannabis and pineapple pale ale is how I describe it and it was absolutely amazing uh, that's a really small batch limited edition so if you're in your local off license in your local pub and you see uh, OG Kush high PA fucking pick them up because they won't last long um, and actually I contacted Blacks just to say how much of a fucking uh, how much I liked it and um, yeah the fact that you know fairness Tom and Phil Grimes he, he, he picks up some some absolute belters there it was unreal I really really fucking liked it and uh, I really like Blacks and Sale they're, they're quickly becoming one of my favourite breweries because they um, you can probably tell if I'm stopped at red light or not no background noise uh, I really like Blacks of Kinsale Brewery in Kinsale they have a lovely story basically uh, the wife bought the husband a brewing kit for either the birthday or Christmas in 2013 and it's turned into fucking one of Ireland's best breweries knocking out mad cannabis oil styled fucking American pale ales it's outrageous it's so good their KPA is one of my favourites it's one of their staples we've added as beer of the month in our first YouTube video I've drank it on the podcast in Jeff's I've drank it on the podcast in Phil Grimes it is just a delicious delicious drink um, so what else had we yeah Saturday came went playing around the golf for the first time in three and a half years and golf like many other things I found out the hard way is not something you can do once every three and a half years and, and expect to be good at it Um to be 100% honest with you I was playing with Ian the brother um, and Neil's brother-in-law Noel Concanon uh, from Gorn and Kilkenny who is has a five handicap for golf so those of you unfamiliar with golf it just means he's really good but not good enough to be a professional and the cunt went around the course and even par and uh, he was just savage at the golf on the day and I was all over the place and the boys were slagging me off saying that my next stand-up gig I could just basically talk to people through my golf round and uh, that'd be enough to give him a laugh so that's where I stood with the golf but yeah I fucking enjoyed it we went back then and we went into Grady's Yard for a bit of grub and a few pints and Simon uh, Simon a friend of the podcast joined us for a few pints as well and we had a fucking lovely time um, so in Grady's Yard I had a burger the ranch burger or the ran- not a burger fucking pizza sorry I had the ranch burger uh, was amazing fucking delicious all sorts of shit in it um, and the lads enjoyed their food too whatever they ate Ian had a, a, a margarita I think the El Clasico all good the food in Grady's Yard is fucking knockout lads not just the beer but anyway let's talk about the fucking beer I drank in there what did I drink in there I had Stag Sear Pale Ale from Nine White Deer Brewing Company and again another brewing company in Cork situated in Ballyvorney in the Gaeltucht so for foreign listeners or people who aren't aware what a Gaeltucht is a Gaeltucht is an area of Ireland where Irish is still the primary spoken language um, so they're situated in the Gaeltucht and they've been brewing for a while but uh, recently they, every single beer that they produce is certified gluten free so the mad bastards are gone just gluten free and you know what it's a credit to them because I know a couple of celiacs who like their drink and they have to rely on a pub having 
uh, imported cans of something like Hoofy or something that's produced in Switzerland. So to have an Irish alternative available now was amazing. The first time I came across Dags here, uh, so if lis- li- listeners, if you look at a map of Ireland, Uchtarard in Galway is out in the west, the west of the country, and we live right down in the southeast. Now that's not that far for uh, any any Yanks to travel on the big Yank motorways, but in Ireland it takes roughly about four, four and a half hours for me to get from where I live to Uchtarard. But uh, yeah, Powers Tash Pub is run by um, Neil's other brother-in-law, Rory, Rory Clancy, who is a fucking top man. And he runs an absolute gem of a gaff there in uh, in Powers. And they had stacks there, gluten-free for Noel that, Noel that time uh, to cater for his needs. And you know what? It, it's fucking, it stands, it holds its own against um, any pale ale that I've had. It's really, really good. Um, and, the fa- and I just want to say a fair fucking play tonight, my dear, for um, catering to a, a market. And listen, the advice I give you is 5%. It's delicious. If you're not a celiac, it doesn't mean you can't enjoy gluten-free beer. So if you see Nine White Deer anywhere, have a try of their beers because they're really fucking good. Um, so yeah, that was a lovely drink and I had a couple of them. But then all, all the grub I ate, coupled with um, the couple of pints I had, I decided to make a switch. And I switched over to what Ian and Simon were drinking, which was uh, Make Hay Session IPA 3.8%. Uh, pale ale by the legends of another great Irish brewery, 12 acres in collection in Leash. So that's not too far from where from. So again, like locally produced, you can be proud of local produce in the Irish craft beer industry. The 12 acres make is absolutely amazing. Um, they use El Dorado, Simcoe and um, Amarillo hops. So it's very, very fruity, very um, it's 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 got a lovely haziness to it, but you got that you get that fruity element as well, and at three point eight percent, it is a fucking a drop from the heavens. It's it's so delicious, like um, you could easily drink several of them, and it wouldn't affect you from a hangover point of view, and it's you're not consuming you're you're not overly indulging in alcohol then because it's a low percentage. It's just really good, and uh, I highly recommend it if you see it on the shelves and you want something with a little bit less alcohol in it, it's, listen, like, we, we've had a couple of low alcohol, low percentage alcohol beers on the show. We've had Super Soaker, which we'll talk about more in a minute, and we've had Tip Tango, but it's definitely fucking up there. We had Tip Tango in one of the YouTube videos from Metal Man, which is brilliant as well, but this is the business, this make hay, and it's a play on the a phrase, make hay while the sun shines, it's the fucking perfect sunshine summer drink if you want to have a barbecue and you get your hands on some of these fuck me lads it's just it's heaven it's heaven in a glass so yeah that was a uh, that was what i drank at the weekend um i usually don't really go out much at the weekend but with the fact that ian was down and i wasn't out on thursday for a few regular pints uh yeah had a good time and uh, had some lovely beers had a lovely little chat with tom ryan and phil grimes as usual and the, the lads in Grady's yard, um, Vic, Ash and Kevin that were in there on Saturday boxed me off as usual as well. Um, fucking legends, a lot of them. So that was what I drank at the weekend. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit now, uh, seeing as I'm on my own in the car and I'm just talking to you fuckers to pass the journey. Um, I want. I don't know what sound quality like this is going to be like, so uh, apologies if there's a lot of background noise, bear with it. Um, I wanted to talk about 
saw two industries in uh, in Ireland that are very uh, supportive of each other, that there's great um, collaboration in both of them. And the first one is the Irish podcast community. We're a smaller podcast in Ireland at the moment, hoping to grow, hoping to get up there with uh, some of the bigger podcasts. And I have to say, um, firstly, when we were a small podcast starting out, um, we got some great support from some other Irish podcasts, but especially uh, a local radio show in Waterford, the Thursday Thursday show, that they release as a podcast. Sean Murphy, who's been on the, the Snowcast a couple of times, uh, really helped uh, talk us up and promote us. And he's the guy that got me into stand-up comedy. So um, I really want to say that like, when we started off, we got loads of encouragement from him, spoke to him about sound production. You know, It mightn't sound like I took his advice on this podcast with the fucking car that should have been serviced 2K ago, uh, rattling in the background. But I had a great chat with Sean. Um, a couple of times about the producing content, about staying up to date and staying fresh, and he's been a great guy to have a chat with about stand-up comedy and about podcasting and, and content production. And we also had from uh, one of Ireland's biggest podcasts and one of Ireland's largest grown podcasts that there is an absolute upsurge in positivity about on Twitter the last few weeks is the Juvenilia podcast. We had Alan McGuire, the co-host of that on. Uh, if you're new to our podcast, uh, he was on the episode called it, He Could Have Died at a Renaissance Fair and Alan the Juvenilia podcast is about um, I suppose uh, popular culture in someone's childhood they come on and talk about a TV show or a movie or something like that uh, or, or it might be a game or something and some of their episodes are brilliant the one with Freaks and Geeks is a personal favourite of mine um, they do some really good podcasts so again I, I'd highly recommend that to anyone who's looking for uh, something to listen to when you've listened and caught up with all the snowcasts um, and Alan's a really really great guy he's been really good to us uh, from an from a advice point of view as well and again he came along um, to record a podcast with us in Grady's Yard one night he'd never met us he'd never spoken to us and he just showed up in fair, fucking fairness to him showed up and uh, yeah he probably thought he was going to have to talk about uh, pop culture or, or give some in-depth analysis of something and we asked him whether he'd rather be a fucking ghost or a dog so uh, <laughs> that was a quite a random one and quite a good one and then I guess I, I mentioned Finn already uh, promoting our live show again like that reached out to Finn on Twitter would he come on the show and he, he, he said he, he accepted without a bother and uh, ever since then Finn has been amazing to us in terms of advice in terms of just being a fucking pal met him for pints a few times and uh, he came on the podcast just met us in a beer garden having never met us before and we were chatting shit for about an hour and a half and having a laugh and he this only then he was like it's all this being recorded um, so we had a good laugh with him and then we started recording and we had a talk about history and uh, Finn whose podcast is is ridiculously well researched so well presented and very academic ended up having a typical booze or chat with us but about history and uh, we ended up finding out who he'd like to go on Nash with from history and uh, yeah be a fucking wild night the title of that episode is Rasputin Rose Fair and Joseph and Mary Punkin walk into a bar I think the title does it justice and it's well worth a listen so the Irish podcast community uh, is very is is uh, has been very good to us and we've been very grateful to it um, so that's really good and that mirrors an industry that obviously is pivotal to our podcast and that's the Irish craft beer industry and again we've 
absolutely touched on this on several podcasts, um, including an episode that I wasn't on, but I'll explain why it wasn't on a bit later on, which was the Super Soaker Snugcast. The Super Soaker Snugcast was uh, where Owen and Big Dave and Owen's friend Paul went to Grady's Yard for the launch of Super Soaker, uh, which was a collaboration between the Wicklow Wolf Brewery and Grady and Yellow Belly Beer, who won Grady's Yard. And it was a superb podcast. I really, I, I listened to it as a fan because I wasn't there, and it was brilliant. And on that, Declan, the head brewer of Yellow Belly Beer and Autobank Brewing, a really, really fucking sound guy, and a really, really a amazing head brewer, came on with Quincy, who is uh, one of the owners of Wicklow Wolf, and they chatted about collaborations, tap takeovers, beer festivals, gave a really honest and blunt opinion on all those things. They were brilliant with their time with us and uh, we fucking really enjoyed having them on. And the Irish craft beer industry really support each other. And the thing with the Irish craft beer industry is, I don't know, everywhere I go now I look for craft beer. Actually, the really nice Spanish craft beer when I was in Spain last month. Um, but thing about it is is the Irish craft beer industry they're really supportive of each other they're really fucking good guys and they have 3% of the market share in Ireland on the last figures now in the USA craft beer industry has 12% of the market and to be 100% honest with you if we want these guys to keep producing the top notch craft beers that, we're, that we love we need to be encouraging other people to drink them we need to be introducing other people gradually to craft beer don't take someone who's only ever drank Carlsberg, Foster's, Heineken or Beamish Murphy's or Guinness and throw them straight in with a fucking 14% stout or 10% uh, dipper. just don't do it uh, break them in with a yellow belly Keller beer uh, a yellow belly Citra pale ale break them in with a, a, a session IPA by any of the other breweries Metal Man uh, 12 Acres and just ease people into it if you're if you haven't a fucking clue what to buy your dad or your brother for Christmas or for their birthday just buy him four bottles of different different bottles of craft beer and tell him try each one and see if they like any of them and get him to investigate. Um, if you don't like craft beer and you listen to this podcast, just try it. Don't knock it. There are bad craft beers out there, but there's fucking an awful lot of bad macro beers out there. And, there's, and, and the other thing as well is an awful lot of the time when people are trying craft beer, they might try cute whore and think they're trying craft beer. They're not. That's fucking cute whore's made by Coors I think or Heineken one of them and it's just not fucking good quality because you don't get the quality that we get in the stuff that we're drinking when you make stuff to that scale that they make it to so I would implore everyone to support the local pub to support independent craft beer and if you can't get independent craft beer in the local pub keep asking for it because if you ask for it they'll get it in um, and that's something that Peter Breen from the Portage Pub Club harps on about on Twitter an awful lot and I really, I really respect him for doing it so much because he, uh, he's always asking, he's always sharing articles of uh, people of, of, that gives an insight into the Irish craft beer industry and how it's doing financially and how it's doing from other points of views. They've got 3% of the market, they deserve an awful fucking lot more. And we need to change our drinking habits, which is something we'll get into on Saturday with Finn. So I really wanted to fucking just put that out there. And I'd really love your fucking feedback on the internet about what you think about it. What are the barriers and what are the, what are the barriers to... Uh, opening more doors to craft beer we're lucky in Waterford that we, we have Phil Grimes and we're lucky in Waterford that Grady's Yard has re- opened that offers a vast range of craft beers and we're lucky that Tully's always has taps on rotation as well not everywhere does it 
Um, so it's really, really good to see you in Waterford. Um, where you're from, where can you get local beer? How can you do it? Super Value have become amazing at offering craft beers, as have independent uh, off licenses. So I don't really drink at home, but I, if you do, I'd encourage you to do it in moderation. But try some fucking craft beers. And trust me, like, I don't tend to get too many hangovers off craft beers, to be honest with you. Because there's a lot less impurities, there's a lot less shit in them, to be honest. That's that's my take on it. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Please, give me a voice. Uh, for two reasons. These are local people and local produce as well. It's not just them that is making the money. It's the farmers that are growing, the malt and barley that, are, that, that is going to them. It's the guys in the likes of Wicklow, at Wicklow Hops growing the hops that are selling to these guys. There's a little micro economy going there that is growing the whole time, but it'll only keep going and only be sustainable if we put our hands in our pockets and pay an extra 50 cent for a pint. There's a great debate in one of our episodes, and it's one of our less listened episodes, so if you missed it, I'd highly encourage you to go back and listen to it. The episode is called, Is Diageo the Devil? And we look at a thread that went up on Twitter that uh, was I brought to my attention by someone mentioned already there earlier in this episode. Sean is uh, an artist by trade, so he's not got a regular income. And we also had Ollie Sharp, a student, on that podcast. So we got some really contrasting points of view. And I'll be honest with you, we finished recording that podcast and I was so proud of the chat that we had. We weren't all fucking yes men to each other. We debated it. It didn't get heated. No one was acting a dickhead. It was a lovely discussion and a really good discussion. I don't think we really came to any conclusion in the end. So if you missed that one, go back and listen and make up your own mind. The So that's it, yeah. The Irish craft beer industry is really supportive of each other, as was uh, demonstrated in that previous episode, the Super Soaker Snugcast. And uh, yeah, why wasn't I on that episode? Um, I suppose something that... I've become a bit more open about talking about. It's blatantly obvious to anyone who knows me that I have uh, chronic arthritis. Um, I, I do talk, I, I do mention it, I do bring it up. It does come up in conversation quite a lot with people who, who know me. Um, but I suppose at the same time too, I missed that episode because I had a flare-up of arthritis, quite a severe one, where basically I spent about a week not able to open my hands or stand up. Um, because of the pain it mainly affects my backs and hips on a day-to-day basis and then when it flares up it affects my hands um, and it really hit me hard this time uh, about, it's, it's nearly three months and I'm still not right after it so I said I'd just address it and chat about it because you know what purely from a self-fucking catharsis point of view but as well as that I've had conversations in person with people with different chronic illnesses lately and I've had conversations online with people who have different uh, chronic illnesses lately and it's been very enlightening it's been very uh, cathartic for me and just by having those conversations it's eased my stress and worry and it's eased my whole uh, frustration around the chronic illness a bit so 10 years ago I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis uh, with a form of it called ankylosing spondylitis that affects the the last joint in the spine and I had degeneration in my hip as well but then when it started affecting my hands it was deemed that I also had psoriatic arthritis which is an arthritis brought on by dry skin psoriasis which I also have had since childhood 
So it's an autoimmune disease and basically my immune system attacks my own joints is how it happens. And you have a baseline pain every day. You get really used to it, you get used to living with it. It doesn't really impact on your day-to-day life that much. And you, you find the, the main impact I find with it is the bit of stiffness that exercise helps an awful lot with. But also I find it very hard to get consecutive hours sleep. I might sleep for two hours but become very uncomfortable and have to shift around and change position. Um, and then I go to sleep for another hour or two and then I re- repeat that. So I find it very hard to complete cycles of sleep. And that's kind of the main burden. The pain itself isn't an issue. But there's been... Uh, this flare-up has manifested a couple of issues with me that I just think would be cathartic to talk about, get out in the open. And you know what? It might actually fucking help some of our listeners if you're going through something similar with arthritis or with another chronic illness and you think this might mirror how you're feeling. But when you have a flare-up of arthritis, you have to go on a really high dose of steroids and you have to come down off them over a long time. So I was on steroids for seven, eight or nine weeks. I'm not too sure about the total duration. And steroids affect you in two ways. Well, they affect you in many ways, but there were two main ways they affected me this time around. The first time was insomnia. Like I said, I find it hard to get consecutive sleep anyway, but when I was on the steroids, they were keeping me awake for really long periods of time. And sleep deprivation is an absolute whore. An absolute whore. Uh, it lowers your mood, it makes you cranky, it makes you less easy to be around, it makes you less engaged with your work, with your with, with, with everything. So I, I was an absolute, and still am, being an absolute bastard because my sleep pattern is fucked and it's all over the place. Um, again, it's slowly starting to get back now. I'm starting to come right again, um, which I think I'm starting to, I'm, I'm starting to be able to exercise again, which I think is you having a massive impact on that and the uh, effects of exercise on a combination of chronic illness and the impact that chronic illness has on your mental health cannot be overstated. Um, so there was the insomnia and it was making me cranky it was making me irrational it was making me fucking angry about stupid shit that I am a, I am not an angry person at all I'm very easy going day to day I never get worked out about it over much but fuck me things are things have been affecting me for a few months and I fully know that it's down to a combination of a lack of sleep and the chronic illness taking its toll due to a flare up but the second thing as well is the flare-up happened as I was at the lowest weight I've been at for about two and a half, three years. And I was fitter than I've been at for two and a half, three years. I was playing hurling, training away. Um, I was playing soccer. I was doing 5Ks. I, you name it, I was doing it. I was so active. And it hit me like a fucking train. And it's funny. Uh, I played a hurling match the night before. I woke up in bits. And it definitely wasn't a trigger, but I felt fine. But I got brought off with about 10-15 minutes ago and the management said you looked absolutely knackered on the pitch. But I felt fine. And I was like a I was like an absolute cunt that night. I thought they were just making excuses. But on reflection, yeah, I I reckon I was, you know, I was at the start of a flare up and I didn't realise it. And I woke up the next day, I couldn't open my hands, I couldn't move. I was an I was an absolute tatters. So the other issue with the steroids is that it gives you an insatiable appetite and I was having three, four, five meals a day and I was still hungry I was eating, eating, eating and I couldn't exercise so I was in a massive calorie overload and over the course of the time I was on the steroids I've put on 15 kgs which is about 36 pounds or 3 stone now that has a significant impact on your mental health 
Um, for me, it's not a body image point of view, really. For me, it's just a general health point of view. But also, if you're carrying extra weight, it's an extra toll on your joints day to day as well. So it's an extra bit of pain. And like I said, I've only gone back training in the last couple of weeks, in the last kind of 10 days or so. So I'm finding it really hard to readjust. I've gone from where I was actually training quite well from a sports competitive point of view, I was playing games, to now not being able to get on the team because I'm not able to train well, my mobility is all over the place. And uh, I've committed now to doing a couple of gym sessions a week. And the gym that I go to, if we have any listeners in around the Wexford, um, Waterford, South Kilkenny area, Farrell Fitness in New Ross are fucking brilliant. Robbie and Dare and all the team are superb. So I've committed now, I'm going to try and get there two days a week to try and get myself back on track. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's had the impact on the increased weight. Uh, my weight fluctuates anyway. It fluctuates from training season to off season. You know I'm fond of a few points and, and you know I like my grub. Uh, I do tend to binge eat. I try not to binge drink that much, but I definitely binge eat. Um, that's something I've always been trying to improve on and I, I felt like I'd gotten right up until the flare up. But fuck me, it all oh, lads it was like a bastard there um, so getting back on track with that but yeah chronic illnesses are an absolute bastard so I'm like a typical Irish man I keep saying I'm grand when I'm not um, and I've become an awful lot better this flare up is to kick up the hole I need to try to be able to tell people actually I'm not okay today I'm not able to do this today I'm not able to do that before I just fucking do it and suffer um, so that's chronic pain for me but whatever it is for you uh, whatever your chronic illness is, if you have one, or if you know someone with a chronic illness, ask them are they okay. Uh, just check in on them from the chronic illness point of view. If you know someone with arthritis, how's the arthritis been lately? You know, it actually fucking helps when you ask. Even if they say it's grand, you looking out for them will make a difference to them. It'll fucking perk them up a bit, trust me. Uh, but yeah, I was good to get that off my chest. Um, and it's, Jesus, got me a good bit down the road. But yeah, I'd just like to say as well, um, Enough. If, if you're a new listener to the Snowcast, and we've got an awful lot of new listeners, um, we've seen that through the figures and the number of people that are listening to early episodes. Uh, you're you're welcome. Thanks a fucking million for coming on board. I presume it's directly correlated to uh, Finn tagging and sharing us and stuff because he's so popular on, in the world of the internet, and rightly so. Um, thanks a million for coming on board and stay with us. We've got a Facebook page which is Snowcast, an Instagram page which is Snowcast, and a Twitter page which is Snowcast. Uh, go and follow all them like and share if you don't mind also uh, Patreon we've got a Patreon page www.patreon.com forward slash snowcast if you would like to support us you are more than welcome to on Patreon give us the price of a cup of coffee or the price of a pint or whatever you fancy we've got a couple of tiers there if you like it uh, a month it'll mean the world to us it really goes a long way to upgrading and maintaining our equipment as well uh It'll go a long way to us putting on more live shows and getting more interesting guests along the lines of Finn Dwyer and Alan McGuire and Sean Murphy and other really cool people like that, as well as the likes of Gary Roberts that we on from the Anfield Rap in November. So thanks a million for staying with us. I've one fucking job for you this week, lads. One job if you're listening to this. Tell a friend, tell a chap in the pub, tell a work colleague about the Snowcast. Share us and engage with us on social media. And give us fucking five star ratings if you can. There's a chap in America. I think his name is uh, Robert Robert McHugh. I might have got your name wrong. Sorry, Pat, if I have. Left us a beautiful fucking rating, five star rating on iTunes, and gave uh, gave us loads of, of 
lovely made, made loads of lovely comments about the podcast and to be honest with you you guys might know if we see this or not we see everything and it means the fucking world to us um, get in touch don't be shy we love doing this and we absolutely love that you listen and we are fucking delighted when listeners get in contact it actually fucking makes our day and it makes us giddy and we're unbearable bastards for a couple of hours after you do it so please keep doing it please keep getting in touch we have one more update that we're going to do to the podcast now a new feature we're going to bring in my brother Ian who I mentioned was up with us for the weekend is a funny funny bastard he's a really funny guy and he's actually become a patron of us as well he, he didn't listen to the podcast at the start he said I'm not going to listen to you two fucking idiots spouting shit in the pub but in fairness to him he listened to a few and he's liked it and he's come on board and he's a, a pa- Patreon subscriber to us now but Ian is going to be downloading the Anchor app which you can download for free which we use to record the podcasts and Ian's going to be sending us voice messages that are going to be our piss take advertisements on the podcast until the podcast gets an, an actual sponsor so and when we get the sponsor should we get Ian to fucking do them as well why not so yeah looking forward to that that's going to be a cool feature once Ian bothers as well to download the Anchor app and start sending us voice messages and uh, if you have the Anchor app or if you want to download an app for free and send us voice messages that'll be featured in, the, in future Snugcasts fucking go for it fucking go for it we'd love it uh, thanks a million for tuning in and listening to me ramble on for 30 odd minutes uh, thanks for putting up with the background noise of my uh, aching car that's going for a service in two days time and uh, thanks a million for fucking listening share with your friends slaunch it eve sorry I'm not drinking tonight sorry we didn't get to record one during the week but the one this weekend with Finn Doyer is going to be a fucking belter slaunch a fall Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.